Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, Kime is with us at John underscore Kime on Twitter. Uh, got you, for those that didn't know it, you just figured out what John's real passion is when it comes to sports. Uh, he is scarlet and gray through and through. Um, can't even say Michigan. He's got to refer to them as the team up north. All right, let's uh, let's talk Commanders. Do you have any sense as to where Josh Harris is right now on? What comes next? Has he, you know, are, are, I mean, it seems obvious to me that they've made a lot of progress on general manager candidates, et cetera. Do you have a sense as to where they are on what comes next? Oh, I mean, I, I mean, as far as like the changes that are going to be made. Well, we know the changes are going to be made. Yeah. That's obvious. I'm just saying, do you think that they've already got their guy or they're on their way to getting their guy. I, I I would say they're I would say more I would say on the way. Like you can't Josh Harris has been through this stuff before in other sports. Right. They know how to be ready. So as an example, when Daryl Morey was with the Rockets, like they knew that there was a chance he was going to be either stepping down or whatever happened at the end there. And they were on it right away. So why is that? Because they knew, right? And so I think with this situation, yes, you you I mean, it, anybody in this situation will have a list ready, and anybody in this situation will be already be talking to people indirectly, right? And and so yeah, I mean that's so. Do you have any names? That. I don't know that I have any names yet because I don't I don't know that for sure. I know some of the names that would be that would be interesting would be guys like you know Adam Peters from San Francisco. I think anybody 
who is, is going to go after him, um, you know, and I mean, so I think that would be a name that's on anybody's list. If you have a GM opening, um, you have, um, uh, you know, there's Ed Dodds in the Colts, Andy Whitehall in Pittsburgh. I mean, guys, you know, you, you will look for guys in certain situations and I'm not, I don't know that these guys are like that. They're sitting there already going for these guys. I'm just putting out names of people that, you know, will be part of any process going forward. You know, Ian Cunningham with Chicago has ties to the Eagles Ravens, you know, guys, you look for things like that, but I don't have any concrete names that they're looking at right now. Um, because it's, I think I wouldn't say it's early. It's just that it's not out. So, um, but, okay. I, but I know like those are going to be, and there's a, you know, and then there are going to be names. There's like, Oh, I didn't see that coming, but you know, then it's, you know, I mean, you know, so I think it's just, I think you know, Adam Peters will be interesting because, um, I think he has ties to Ben Johnson too. So like that is, you know, how does that come about? I don't know, you know, um, how that plays into it, but, and, and would he leave San Francisco? I don't know. So I think that's, but that's like anybody with a GM opening, he's going to be a guy that you're going to be interested in. And you think that this is the way they'll go, right? I just want to be, I want to be clear on that, that you think they're looking for someone to run their football operation yeah. as a general manager or whatever yeah. the title would be, and then go get the head coach. Yeah. Or maybe they That's... both come together, but it's, it's, it's a fit for both of them. Yes, but, it's, but if they come together, it's because the, the GM and the coach were tied together That's already. Right. So yeah. they're a package deal, if that's the case. So, yes, I do think that because that, that's, you know, Josh Harris, that's how he's run his order. You, you, with him, you have a blueprint for how he wants to do things, and he doesn't deviate. Like, they're an analytics-based operation with each of their teams. You know, he, he is, I mean, there was, um, he's been quoted as saying that he wants the GM and then the coach, and he's done that with his other teams. So, so yes, that's the way I expect him to go. Do you have any sense of what ownership's view of Sam Howell is? I mean, I think it's, I think it's probably like a lot of people. You see a lot of things you like, but I don't think they're going to sit there and tie Howell to, I think they're like, what, again, what my understanding would be that they're going to tie, they're going to let people come in, make that decision. So I, I do think there's a certainly like him, um, but I don't, I don't think it's going to, if people are wondering, are they going to be, make him say build around him? I don't see them doing that because I just don't think that's the way they operate. Um, but I know that, um, you know, um, so yeah, that, that's how, that's how I put it. So whatever they think, you know, unless you're like, if he had, if they had taken him in the first round last year and he's showing this, then you're going to say, well, yeah, this is the guy and it's kind of obvious, but I don't, but they, they weren't here when they picked him, and they're going to let football people make football decisions. That's been, that's been the MO and you know, it's um, it's a different thing than in the past. I'll come back to Sam here in a moment, but you, you don't think there's any chance that they would let Ron go before the end of the year, right? No, I don't see that. Like yeah. it's, we're past that point. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny cause I know a lot of people want to know why, or, you know, screaming for it a while ago, but there's no, there's a couple things. One, Josh Harris had made it be known to a lot of people that they wanted to give them the year. So he's staying true to his word. We saw what happens when you have an owner who does things in a different way. And when you stay true to your word, you tend to get better people to work for you that they know, Hey, listen, Harris told me this. So I'm, you know, he told me you got three years to do this. I'm going to get three years. And unless something goes dramatically wrong, right. 
Um, and so I think that's important when you have an owner because there's really – it's not like in college where if you fired him in November, you can have your new coach in place by December. You, you have, there's a, even the GM, you can't hire any, you can't hire them until after the season unless they're currently unemployed. So, you know, that, that's, so there's no benefit to that. And then I think the other thing was, you know, like who would take over? Would you automatically put the enemy in there to right. see what he can do? But then you have a situation where you're putting the enemy in a no-win situation. Um, and, you know, I don't think it's going to help him. And I think if you want to develop the offense, he needs to develop as a coordinator and which helps then Sam Howell. So you get a better chance right. to see what he can do. So there's really – there is no benefit. It's, you know, so, so yeah, I do expect him to stay. I think you bring up a really good point, too, that probably hasn't been made enough, and that is from Josh Harris's seat, if he were to cut Ron loose, Ron, for, you know, for what everybody around here thinks of Ron Rivera, the head coach – He's a very respected person in the yeah, NFL by yeah. people around the league and missed any sort of perception that he's mistreated or that Josh Harris didn't hold up his word to give Ron this year. You know, th- that's a good point. You know, you don't want to get you don't want to end up looking like a guy where people are kind of looking sideways at I don't know right. about this new owner. Um, right. handling Ron the right way is, uh, is probably very important. So, yeah. And I, I talked yeah. to somebody earlier this year who is, who has coaching clients and asked them, what would you think? Now this is when, cause this talk started, you know, anytime they would lose a game here after the Chicago game, after the Chicago game in particular. And, um, you know, I, I remember talking to people around that time, like not so much, are they going to do it, but what would you think for your client? if this team did this, if this owner did this after knowing that he was saying this or telling people this, and it was like, it would, he goes, I wouldn't, you wouldn't, the, the trust word came up, wouldn't, would have a hard time trusting, wouldn't be a good look. And you might think twice about coming here. Now you have a guy who like, okay, he's not going to make, and someone could say, well, Ron had four years. It's the first year under Harris. Like if you're Harris, you want to see what he can do under your ownership, knowing after dealing with Dan Snyder for months and months and months, knowing how chaotic that can be, you might want to see what does he do in a somewhat normal situation. And you gave it to him and it hasn't worked, but you gave it to him. And you, what you can say, you can tell another coach, like, listen, we said this, we did this, we followed through on this. I'm willing to be patient if I see progress. And, you know, and like, you, you know, this throughout the year, obviously at this point in the year, the progress is shot. And so it's a little bit different, but at this point, there's no benefit to making a move unless, unless Rivera went to him and said, you know what, you know, if he said like, you know, this is bad for all of us, this blah, blah, let's just end it. And I don't see that happening either. I think, I think Rivera is really intent on trying to get this in the right place, regardless of who's coaching here next year. And so I don't see him wanting to do that. And so I think Harris will stick to it. And there's no reason at this point, there's no reason not to. All right, the two two questions. I got a minute. Um, your hunch on whether or not a new regime—just a hunch, because we don't know who the new regime will be. We don't know if they'll have ties to Eric Bieniemy. But right now, if you had to wager on Eric Bieniemy being back with this organization next year, would you wager yes or no? I'd say no, just because if you go, if you follow this, if you have a young quarterback you want to get, whether it's Sam Howler in the draft, chances are you're going to take an offensive-minded head coach you have an offensive-minded head coach, you're not going to keep a, a coordinator from, a, from an offense that maybe you didn't run. Right. And, and who hasn't as a coordinator? Like, you know, there's problems with this offense. It's not the enemy's doing. 
but it's, you know, at this point, the offense is not producing enough. So that's right. There's not a slam dunk to say, Oh, you've got to do this because it, there's not. And so, and again, but the key is Kevin forgetting all that, the key is, and you know, you could say like, well, they could build on this for next year. Sure. But, oh, but if you have an offensive mind head coach, they're going to be hired for their acumen. They're going to uh, run their offense and call uh, their I, play. Yeah. The whole, the idea that I don't know, I, I don't. I understand. We we are we're, we're definitely um, a, a very injured uh, fan base for yeah. a long period of time. But this idea that you don't want to ruin the continuity, you don't want Sam Howell to have a new offensive coordinator. Why not? I mean, you're going to get a new whole regime. It'll be okay if they start over. And by, and by the way, it might be a lot better. Who knows? Um, well, here's, here's real quick on that point too. Yeah. So let's, let's play it out. Let's say they get a defensive-minded head coach in here who wants to keep them, and then let's say the offense takes a big jump. Well, guess what happens? Maybe that's the job. Maybe that's the way Biennemi finally gets a head coaching job. Now you're starting over. So if you have a head coach who's offensive-minded, you then have the chance to control that system as long as you're here because it's yeah, going to be I, your system and someone's going to call it. Yeah. All right, last one real quickly. This is John Keim answering it, not you, you projecting as to what a new regime would want. Uh, top four pick or better is quarterback in play or not for you? Oh, it's definitely in play. Okay, you, and not not so much that because I think how like I'd have no problem if they said, you know, we're going to build around how we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But I think if you're picking four, how is it not in play? Because you have to study it to see is it can this person be better than what how where we where we project how you have to put it in play. Doesn't mean you take them, but if you don't look at it. Like, you're doing a disservice because this franchise for decades now has looked for a guy. And if you have a guy that's like, you know what, I really like quarterback X, but, you know, Sam did all right. You take the guy that you think can – You're a college football fan. You're a big college football fan. Mm. If you're in the top four – would right now you're you're the GM. Would you bait you know after evaluating and just say due diligence, everything looks good. Do you do you think you would end up selecting a quarterback? Well, I don't I don't think so because I don't know. Is there are there three quarterbacks worthy of going in the top four? That would be my concern. And I don't know. Like, do we know for sure all these guys are coming out? I know Penix will be there. Is he's in his what sixth or seventh year or whatever it is? But like, does Drake May come for sure come out? If he doesn't, you know that if he does, then there's probably if two Caleb Williams, Drake two. May, and Jaden Daniels, which now appear to be the top three, right, right. If they're out Jade and would, and, and available, and you don't, it, you know, yeah, Jade would interest me, but I don't like. I haven't watched enough of him okay. to say, oh, he's an automatic. Right. But if you don't study it, if you don't evaluate it, you're doing a disservice, and you can end up saying. We looked at it, but we're sticking with Sam. And I'd say, fine. Then get a, then a, you know, build the line, build this, get some more, get another, a big weapon at, at receive a bigger target at receiver, get this, get that, and help, you know, in, in, improve the interior of the line, whatever, all that stuff. But so you can build around him, and I don't have a problem with that because there's a lot that I like about that kid. I mean, he, you know, there's a lot. There's, um, I just think the way he's handled the situation has been very, um, um, uh, yeah, agreed. Impressive. Yeah. Agreed. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate the two segments out of you today. Good work. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> John Kime, everybody. John underscore Kime. Phone lines are open 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Right now, top four pick in the draft. Let's say it doesn't change and it may go higher. What would you do? You can play GM. Right now, would you be seriously considering taking a quarterback? And if so, which one would excite you the most? 
301-230-0980. It's the Kevin Sheehan Show on the Team 980. The Team980.com. We're free and live on the Odyssey app. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 